When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be so. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's no Brady today. Damn. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. Brady not joining us this morning. Because he has a uh, umbilical hernia he has to have removed. There's a what, belly button what hernia. Is, oh, okay. So your belly button herniates. And it is, uh, according to comedian Bobby Kelly, when you stuff yourself so fulsome, your fat, this is true, and I looked at it, and it's not untrue, the fat has to kind of push through somewhere, and it finds a weak spot, and a lot of times it's your belly button. No, not Brady. No. <laughs> right. Oh, no, he didn't ever overindulge on anything like that. Brett, there's no possible way. <laughs> It was an incident of weightlifting and, and, of course, you know, just an incredibly intense exercise. Specimen of human health. Right yes, there. he is. He is. It's just, um, you know, but uh, he showed it to me the other day. Have you seen it? No. Oh, man. I have to have him take a picture of it. And he kept he trying to removed. convince, not me, I think, but himself, that this is like the way it's always looked. <laughs> he just thought he had an Audi and he was good or it, what? It looked like, and I'm not kidding. I didn't want to say it to him because I was, you know, I would have started laughing and pointing. He's on. He's listening right now. I'm sure. <laughs> the uh, uh, it looked like an unglazed donut, Ugh. the same size. Whoa! Yeah, as like an unglazed uh, Krispy Kreme, <laughs> just on the, on the front of his tummy. And he goes, "Yeah, gotta get this done." I'm like that is wow. That's pretty much my reaction. Was all I had, and I'm like, "Geez, yeah, it's been like that the whole time. The whole time of what?" As long as I can remember. So long as you've chosen to remember that the belly button blew up. But it's, he had a blowout. It's like a, it was a, just it just a, you know, like if something had – like if a bike tire just kind of bubbled out. It's weird. It was strange looking, and I never want anything like that to happen to me. So He didn't want to get it removed because it reminds him of Krispy Kreme. So yeah, it's just like, yeah. come on. Donuts. <laughs> like he just stares at it and goes to sleep comfortably waking up knowing tomorrow potentially it's donuts. But he should call us this morning. He's going in. I think he goes in about 6. He'll be – in the in the room, is it an and out thing? Is it quick or is it? I think so. As okay. far as I know, they just kind of go in there and relieve it. Mm. But uh, yeah, it says uh, a belly button hernia is known as an umbilical hernia. Begin in a weak spot, develops in the wall of the muscle in your belly, intestine uh, fluid, 
and fat pushes through the weak spot, resulting in a bulge on your belly button. There he is right there, I think. There's David Brady Bogan on the line. Where's the phone? There it is. Are you there, sir? Hello, Brady, belly button boy. Now, now. Yes, good morning. (laughs) Good morning. How are you? Good morning this morning. (laughs) Good. Is it gone yet? I love the description. It looked like a donut. It looked like like most of a donut, like kind of pushing its way up. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah, it's but it's actually it's the muscle that pussy pu- is pushing through. Reading it right here: a wall of muscle in your belly, intestinal fluid, and fat push through the weak spot. Yep. So the the muscle. So you chose to just the, uh, you just chose lining. to go with only the muscle part of that description. No, no, no. There's doing a lot of crunches. You got to when when your muscle breaks through the lining. Mm-hmm. What's it going into? A beautiful mint cushion of. <laughs> <laughs> tough to needle fat that's in yeah. my belly. Yeah. So it's it's all those things all jammed in. And like and like Bobby <laughs> Kelly told you, it's if you overeat one time, if you do it, that's when you do it. And I'm reading that too. I was looking at that's- it this morning. I'm like, what is this thing? And it is uh like all the pictures I'm seeing online, this one sort of looks a little yeah. like yours. Like this. Uh not really. Brady's a little bit more is a little thicker than that. Oh man. Yeah, it's gross. Well, well, your theory on overeating, I understand that. That yeah. could very well be. No, not but my theory. I just read it for, online. I've been, But I've been doing that for decades, so I've had it for a long time. <laughs> right, but it's it's one intense meal that your body just says, I can't take it, and then pushes forward. That's what that's according to this website here, know. this doctrine website here. Because I've been trying to figure out, because I've had this for a long time, and I just, I told you, I just thought it was fat man gut coming through the navel just pushing out it's just not enough room and then i asked ronnie the other day i'm like how long have i had this she's like you've had this as long as i've known you you i don't know that has it been that big though no yeah it's it's you there's a reason you went and checked it out recently to go there's something right here yeah i go this isn't well i had my uh general doctor like and like oh no you need to get that checked out yeah, if your doctor, if you've had any then, any physicals at all, they were going to see that if it's been there for a long time. Yeah. yeah. I remember training with the angry ginger, Tom, mm-hmm. and I'm doing sit-ups and stuff and or doing like crunches or, and it, it just, the whole area would kind of uh, arch up. I'm like, is that weird? He's like, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, he's like, no, I've seen it before. It was like a ridge. <laughs> were you topless? Starts. Were you working out without your shirt on? No, it would, oh. it, you could see it through my shirt. Ew. Oh, nasty. Okay, anyway. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, let me just say uh, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, you're not going to make you know, it. You know, something happens. <laughs> if, the, if the doctor nicks my colon or something and, you know, something goes wrong. Yeah. It's been a pleasure working with you, homo sapien. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, so, so low. It's been nice working with you as well. And uh, when, when you don't wake up from this, or you wake up and you're you know closer to Jesus and don't want to do this terrible show anymore and everything's changed and you see the light, <laughs> I understand that. And it's been, a, it's been nice knowing you as fun, Brady. But now that uh, the post-operative born-again Brady is going to come out of the hospital, we'll, we'll all figure it out. I'm reading it says, causes of a belly button hernia uh, in adults. Uh, 80% of them are caused from obesity that weaken the muscles, likely to tear, and a protrusion of an intestine in the area comes through the belly button. The other most likely thing, and I don't know if you've looked into this, pregnancy. Uh, that's usually when it happens to ladies. That's when ladies get that weird belly button, and then it never goes back to normal. Like sometimes I look at models, and I'll be like, ugh, she's got kids. Because you can see post-belly button. Pushed it out. Yeah, it, it, well, it didn't it push it out, but it like recovered weird. 
So you can tell she, at one point, that thing was pushed way out and it never came back to normal. So she's got a uh, pregnant I think I might be a, I think I might be a combination of both yeah. those because I think when they open up, maybe my my yeah. twin that I've been carrying the whole time. Yeah, you absorbed. That's that's what you think has happened to you. I would have. Uh, I would be so happy <laughs> for you to be right in that situation. It's like I don't know why I got so big. Turn out I absorbed a boy, and he just kept getting a little bigger. And that's not a hernia. It's his foot fully developed, trying to kick out. It would be great. It would be great. Uh, other reasons that uh, you can get a, a belly button hernia, Brady, that I'm not even going to uh, put on you. Uh, heavy lifting, uh, strenuous workouts, and injury. So I'm just going to go ahead and I'm leaning on the first one, obesity, and then a close second is pregnancy. And then the other ones kind of fall. Uh, the workout and the hernia. Yeah, no, those okay. are way oh, behind okay. pregnancy. Right. And uh, yeah, pregnancy's <laughs> totally ahead of that. Anyway, well, good luck. What time do you go in? 7 o'clock. First on the docket. So I'm a jackrabbit. Yeah, you're prepping right now. And uh, yeah, they—they they, I like being the first. I, I was the first one in on my uh, my one hip surgery, and they get you in and out of that thing fast because they want that first one to fly to stay on schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck. Go, uh, go get. Him. What's your doctor's it's name? Beautiful morning, Doctor O. What is his name, Brady? Nicknames. Don't know. I'll call him. <laughs> Doctor O. No, it's not. O H. Oh, he's it an a- Asian guy. Okay. Referred. All right. Yeah. Referred to uh, from. Um, my uh, Doctor Lin, right? And uh, I've got a, I've got an all Asian team. Okay, I can't remember. <laughs> why, did so whisper, it, why did Ronnie whisper? Why didn't want Ronnie whisper Doctor McCall? No, she says I'll call you. Oh, okay, when okay, it's done. Oh, okay. So, yeah, she'll call us. Yeah. All right, she'll let us know when when you're if you're alive. All right. Well, good luck to you. I hope it all goes well. Um, and uh, save, save the parts. The now. All right, get him, kid. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right. All right, see I'll you bring later. my twin back. Yes, bring bye. him back. We want to meet him. All right, bye. Big coming Pretty. out of his stomach from Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the air. Come on, Hey. Yeah, it's, uh, it is fun to listen to Brady's explanations of things. <laughs> Turns out it's just loads of muscle. I was working out a while ago with the... Deflection. Uh, it's always the working out hard... It's never just the the full responsibility of yeah I've probably pushed this out a little, little few too many times with the old lasagna gut bomb. He was watching Pump and Iron a little bit too yeah. much and <laughs> pretty much everything. Now there are people who lift heavy like they're we're talking yeah. super heavy yeah, yeah. and they cause a, a, a it, this is not the case. Lift a rack heavy. of ribs is pretty heavy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he does you know. a side of meat from one room to the other before you butcher it is heavy. But yeah, he wants to go like maybe that's mine. When it just says the first thing and main cause of this is, uh, you know, obesity, overeating. He's got to stop. Maybe. Also says a lot of strenuous, heavy lifting. <laughs> of your stomach. That's what they're saying. Right? If you, every time you get off the couch, they, that's not strenuous, heavy lifting. Uh, but it's pretty crazy. It's gross. And that thing, it did. It looked like a, bell, a, like a donut was kind of pushing its way through his skin like it wanted out. Remember Han Solo when he was in, yeah. the, when he was in the carbonite yep. <laughs> and he's pushing out? That's this donut. So if it was a donut trying to push out of Brady's stomach and making itself known, hey, there's more of us in here. That's hilarious. Uh, so he's in there and he's getting his uh, umbilical hernia uh, taken out today. He should be back tomorrow. We'll see. I also love we'll the uh, parasitic twin. Yeah. You know, he's going to go to that way before he's ever going to go. Yep. I did this to myself. Yep. This was just a happenstance of hard work and dedication. It turns out I was <laughs> named David for a reason. David Brady. This one's name is David. <laughs> He's in like me. all the pictures I'm seeing, 
of this are all disturbing. I don't know. The belly button's one of the weirdest things on the planet. All the ones I'm seeing. There's Brady at surgery. <laughs> there he is with the baby coming out of his tummy. <laughs> Total recall. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. That is, isn't that the baby that I'll say talked real weird? Yeah, yeah. I I will say of all the pictures I'm looking at here online, the thing from Total Recall looks more like what's on Brady than any of these like (laughs) examples I'm seeing. Like all these belly button ones are pretty. Just nah. This one is sort of the one I'd say this is the closest. Although magnify it by about five. It's just this weird. you know what it looks like is a uh, a blow up doll's mouth. Okay. If you put red lipstick on Brady's thing, you'd be like, it's just got that. Oh, you're gonna jump in on that? I would. I would <laughs> dig into that. That didn't look so bad. There's a big scar that comes with this. Brady's abs. Are is it the one that goes all the way? Goes that, all the that's way from down. that. Evidently. Oh. Holy cow! They cut him all the way open. He's. Those are big scars. Anyway, I hope he lives. That's all. Get Fingers him. crossed. I know you have a description that describes the muscle. Yeah. My first line is intestine. It's Bulges, intestine. It's intestine. Bulges through. That's what it is. You overdid your intestines. Got so full up. Bobby Kelly was right. Yeah, it, that you ate too much. Bobby Kelly said, because ah, he had one. Right. Because, and they're about the same size. Bobby's bigger. Bobby was about 310 at one point. Yeah. But he said to him, it's because you ate so much once that your stomach quit and pushed out. It needed more space. We it's, need help. It's like leaning on a storage facility and the wall starts to bubble. Yeah. That's basically what it is. So now, did Ralphie have this issue too? I mean, obviously, he had to have overeaten a few times. I would assume Ralphie had a massive belly button hernia, but you'd never see it because the fat was bigger than his. uh, I saw that man shirtless so many times. Stuff I can't even describe was was on his body. Naked. Like those 600-pound sisters. It was like that. No kidding. Yeah, I saw him naked several times. Well, well, why did you door. do that? Because he answered the door in Pittsburgh naked. He answered the door in Pittsburgh like just, naked once. Yeah, because he was tired. We were trying to get hold of him. We're like, we're going somewhere, and you're supposed to meet us at noon. Yeah. Next thing you know, it's 1245. It's 1. He's not coming out of the room. And then we start thinking. Until we get up to the room. It. Yeah, this is it. Well, I did it every time I was with him. He was always yeah. an hour and a half late and not responding. So you'd, you'd worry. He's dead. And you go knock on the door. So I would, You know how I found him in Pittsburgh? I was at the, we are in the same hotel, and I couldn't get a hold of him the whole next day. So I just went from floor to floor and smelled for weed. I found the door. It was like a bloodhound. Open the elevator. I'm like, this is the one. Nope. And then shh, we go up to the fourth. There, he's on this floor here. And I'm just kind of sniff my way out. And then go pound on the door. And sure enough, his opener answers. And I'm like, where's Ralphie? Oh, he's in the room next door. I'm like, all right. So he's smoking in your room. So you pay for it. And then uh, went next door. He never answered the door. So I was just like, all right. And then finally, uh, well, he was at my house once, and I opened the door, and his in boxer shorts, he's laying on his back, and they had moved to the side. His gut's all over the place. His ah. balls are hanging over the fat of his leg. The one leg on the ground, which was weird. It, it was just a strange thing. Brady's nowhere near that. But I'm sure Ralphie had experienced some sort had of Had to have if Brady did. Hurt. I mean, Ralphie's huge. But I don't think Ralphie ate to being stuffed. He just ate all the time. 
Oh, okay. So he grazed. Brady will go at it. You've seen him when, when the barbecue places here. Oh, yeah. That's a full plate. Yeah, it's elbows out. Yeah, he's, he's in. Yeah, he's, it's, a, it's a mosh pit. <laughs> he's ready to go. Like, where we'll all take, like, some normal size. He yeah, comes yeah. back with a platter of, like, yeah, sample everything. Yeah, but, I mean, not two of everything, and you're knocking them stiff, kid. So we got to get him uh, straightened out. And this is a good start. While you're in there, how about a little bypass? Let's just shrink that whole thing up. You know, if we're going to cut them, out, if we're going to, yeah, if we're going to cut them open, let's dice in that. <laughs> we're assuming that he's passing the blood pressure check, right? Yeah, well, he's on pills. Yeah, there's, there's no talking to him about that anymore. Okay. You know, you try, you try to be, you know, and you just come across like a dick, and you're like, you know, you should probably. I got it. All right, all right. I don't wanna be an asshole. I don't want to push it. But... I just. I've been around twice. I know you've seen it more. The, the look of concern on a uh, medical professional's face. Oh, I've when, never seen when, anything like it. When they, when they take his blood pressure. I've seen it twice. I've seen, of, I've seen the man. double check the equipment. Look, my friend Colin, <laughs> who just had a stroke, went into the hospital at 220 over 140. Whoa. He doesn't have high blood pressure. It was a spike. Right. I have told this story several times. In the hospital myself, because I had a back surgery. Blew my back out, and it was strenuous exercise. It wasn't from a lasagna that decided to, you know, minute, blow up my spine. Lasagna doesn't blow out your back? No. So I'm in there for back surgery. Brady visits me, and I'm getting my blood pressure every 20 minutes. They come in and check it. And I said to him, Brady's was 200-plus over, like, 115. And the nurse said, are you okay? And he had a pizza in his lap, and he said, I'm eating. Of course eating. he did. His answer was, and I'll never forget it because he had a large and a medium. And he gave Megan and I a medium, and he kept the large for himself. Stop. I'm not kidding. He was eating the pizza on his own, and I'm giggling because, I mean, that was part of the, the you know, visual joke that, uh, you know, Carrot Top was doing. You know, Guy Fieri Carrot Top had come into my room and made, you know, props out of the food. And he had the large open. She's taking the blood pressure. She looked at him, and she, are you feeling okay? And he said, I'm eating pizza. It's, I'm just excited. <laughs> And she said, are you on medicine? He said, yeah. And she goes, you need to change your medicine. And she goes, if I saw these numbers and I hadn't seen you, I would admit you for a stroke. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he goes, I'm fine. And just, I'm eating pizza. And he had assumed that the pizza had created such excitement that his body had peaked at levels that were, according to medical professionals, stroke height. And he was fine, which was amazing. Has he always had high blood pressure? Or is yeah. He, oh, it's out or but then I just took his mom. We were at a fire department once, and I said, take her blood pressure. It's like 190 over 110, and she's wandered around just fine. Yeah. I, there's, there's something to the idea of just ignoring facts <laughs> and just saying, you know what? It'll be fine. Well, his body his body is, has rose-colored glasses. They always talk about Brady. psychosomatic things, things that you convince yourself you have, and then yeah. you, your health becomes affected by it. Yeah. Brady's the opposite. Mm-hmm. He he has health stuff, and he, con- he doesn't he, think about it. He's convinced and his body's makeup yep. to not deal with it. Yep, I'm proud of him. He, he should teach us. Teach us the yeah, teacher. He should <laughs> ignoring things 101. So your dad was in the Cuban Revolution, 220. <laughs> anyway, well, we're rooting for the little guy, and uh, get that thing off. But I I, I hope he, uh, Brady, if you're still listening, take some pictures of that before and after. Oh, yeah. I want to see that thing. Yeah, let's text him. Yeah, te- yeah, tell him that, Brett. Get that thing together. Uh, did you guys sit and watch that NCAA Super Championship game last night? No. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
the first five minutes, I'm like, I text my, my friends, uh, my friend Mark, and his son goes to TCU. So Mark's, uh, he works at a bank, and somebody he works with, uh, bank people tend to have, uh, they know people with money. <laughs> yeah, I would say, yeah. So Mark's got a guy who's got, the, he had a private plane, and it took him over to the stadium, and him and his son were there. They had great, you know, what an experience it was to have this sugar daddy. Uh, fly these guys over there. It's just beautiful, uh, full, you know, 10 out of 10 experience. His kid goes there too, Yeah, right? his kid goes yeah, to okay. TCU. So he's like, your son goes to TCU. You need to see this. I got tickets to the game. So they go, and I text him after the first, like, minute and a half. I'm like, this one's over. Go explore the beauty of Southern California and get the hell out of there. This is done. You could see it immediately that Georgia was, A, better, and B, on a mission last night. Oh, yeah. That was over fast. And then, you know, it got to 10-7. You know, early in the game, and then 17, then 24, then 31, and you're like, this thing's rolling. Did you hear the point. 65 the, to 7. The goddamn people of of uh, Ohio, Brady State, no. bragging. Oh, imagine what we'd have done to TCU. You, you guys, guys lost. Just just go, you go guys back. Lost. Yeah, you, you were watching just like me. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine what a lot of teams uh, in hindsight could have done. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You, if you weren't there, TCU got blasted. And they, you look. TCU beat the team that beat you. Uh, yeah. So, shh. Shh. That was pretty amazing. But what a bore fest. And ESPN. Did you watch the whole thing? Or did you? Uh, I, I had it on most of the time. Oh, you? No. I did. Because oh, I liked the highlights. I wanted to watch the... Uh, you like beatdowns? Yeah, I wanted to see how bad it could get. After, after 38-7 at the half, I'm like, let's see if TCU's got anything. Because I kept waiting for something to happen. And then uh, it comes right back. It's on. Next thing you know, it's forty-eight-seven. And like they don't have, they can't move the ball. They can't do anything. And I'm like, this is bad. So then it was kind of on. And I was doing other stuff. And then I come back and check. And next thing you know, it's 50, fifty-nine. You're like, or fifty-eight or whatever it was. I'm like, Jesus, they just won't stop scoring. So I don't, sixty-five points is a lot. I don't watch college ball. So, but I mean, did TCU just s the bed, or is Georgia that good? Georgia, when they're that good, or is, is that good? Yeah. And TCU is. A very good team, Georgia. I think Georgia was going to win it against anybody, and they had a really odd game against Ohio State where they played poorly and still won. So, and what they put forty points on the board there too, and they just yeah, did, they didn't play very well. So it's you know it's just one of those things when a team's like, well, they interviewed Kirby, uh, what's his name, Kirby Smart, the mm-hmm. coach of Georgia. And that guy's got that hairdo that makes you think that you'd never trust him with your car keys, even as a valet. With his visor, makes <laughs> his him visor look like makes a valet. Him, he is just the worst hair ever. It, it, since uh, like, the owner of the Raiders' hair is not so dopey, he's got a bowl cut, cuts down the side. And they interviewed him. They said, uh, "What's the strategy for tonight, uh, Kirby? We going hunting tonight?" <laughs> and then he left. <laughs> and, and that's all he no, said to her. <laughs> I guess they're going hunting. <laughs> and man, did they go hunting! So they were just kind of that eye of the tiger thing where. They just came out of the gates ready, and then TCU. I think TCU was just nervous. They had they they finally kind of believed that they shouldn't be there. Like that, they, they've been heads. told that all year. Now they're kind of like in this situation. But the best part at the end, Kirby Smart's uh, they're interviewing. They're saying, "Proud of proud of these boys. These boys was amazing all year long. Never ever listened to the to the outside. Filtered out all the stuff. Never ever once heard any of the negativity. Never ever once paid attention to what was going on." And then they went out, and they uh, the the people that were telling them they were wrong, the uh, they they showed them that they were right, and they they proved them wrong, and they never let it get them. Like I thought, were they listening or not? Like they're telling us they never once heard any of this, and then the, they used it as motivation. 
they never knew the people were out there telling them they sucked. So then they showed those people what for. We went hunting tonight. Like, will you go to Great Clips and hunt out a decent haircut, please? Because that is ridiculous. He is football coach, Georgia football coach. If that guy came in for a job interview, and I don't care where you work, he'd be tough to hire because of his hairdo. Like, I don't know. This guy looks like maybe he's... His, the visor covers it because he looks like Gruden with the visor. When yeah, you got to see him when it's off. Yeah, when it's off, it is just a... Because it's got the hat ring. <laughs> wacky little bowl cut. Last night, it was in full display. And it, and now it seeps over the sides. Now, if that's his interview, yeah, that's, that's, that's his when he used quaff. to comb his that's hair. That's quaff, yeah. Pictures there look like he used to comb his hair at one point. Now he's given up on that. I think even Supercut's like, ain't us. We, ain't, we didn't <laughs> yeah, do that. that Supercut's not want anything to do with Kirby Smart's hair. But, yeah, that was a, a big one. And then, you know, rumors abound during the game of college coaches that will end up here. Uh, the Harbaugh situation has already been dismissed. He's not coming to Arizona. Yeah. Uh, and he's, you know, got limited interest in Denver and Carolina, but he's like, no, not to that one. I think he's going back to Michigan. Uh, he's going to talk- play this game every year. I think he loves it. I Maybe. I, I, the money's so big in the pros. And oh, if it, no, and- I don't disagree there. I think he just doesn't like any of the openings right now. Maybe. Who knows what it'll Maybe be I'd take the year. Denver job. That one's not terrible. You do have – I mean, Russell Wilson didn't just forget how to play quarterback. Something was really know, wrong. Well, that, that wrong, that, though? It was wrong. I mean, Maybe coaching. Offense. Yeah. Like, that guy – I don't know how that guy ever got word as a as a guru of any kind. I think it was a nice little beatdown for Russell. Uh, oh. with, with your coaches, he was basically in charge. And it gave him a little too much juice, you know? I'd and say, I think you pull that back and get yep. a little discipline down there in Denver. I think he'll be okay again. I Having think- watched Russ for 10 years in Seattle, you watch the, how this plays out of this offseason. Yeah. He's going to give up that office. He's going to do everything anti that people were getting on him for, and he's going to be vocal about it, and he's going to be that rah-rah guy yeah. again. Yeah. That's the most sickening we'll thing about it. I don't know. I, I think just it, think it's You get a coach in dumb. there that's not his best friend, I think that's what he needs. I think he needs somebody that's going to – we'll see. But that's like I don't think Jim Harbaugh is going to come in there and make Russell Wilson you know, feel like he's at a birthday party every day right. the way this last guy did. So that, that job is appealing. The Cardinal job is just unappealing all the way across. And already the the candidates for the Cardinals job, you're like, well, enjoy that. They're going after the Bears uh, general manager's assistant to be the GM here. And I'm like, there's a there's a team you want to start. Stretch. There's somebody you want to start fleecing. That Bears organization. Oh boy. That's yeah, what a, bright spot is there on that? Team? If that's your first thought, is to go. Let's go onto the Bears uh, uh, upper front front management, like their front office, and start swiping guys out of the. Who've never been GMs, but have been around GMs with the Bears, and they know how the Bears operation runs. I, that's the last team I'd be like. Let's look to them to steal. It's equivalent to asking McCaskey for advice yeah. at this point at a hundred. Ridiculous to to pick it. It's like saying I'm going to hire the Houston Texans uh, <laughs> vice president. You get uh, you go to teams that are kind of on the rise. You look for teams that have been winning. The think. Ravens, the, the Steelers, the Cowboys, the 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 Constants, the Chiefs. You fleece the winners, not the Bears. They have the number one pick next year. What are you thinking, Pidwell? That's why he's not. Flores, I mean, that's looks, true. He doesn't. You know, Flores. Of course, people are looking at your team because that guy's got. He's a head a coach who's got some half job yep. with the Steelers right now. So, of Gerard course. Mayo. There's tons of guys. Younger guys that got. I'm talking general manager Mark, though. Demico Ryan. The last thing you do for general manager is fleece a team that hasn't won in 50 years. Oh yeah, they've got they got Justin Fields. Yeah, okay, because they had the third overall pick. You're gonna you're gonna knock a few of those out. <laughs> oh, well, maybe the Bears, not. Yeah, I mean, the Bears you know. won't. The Cardinals won't. They have 
top picks a lot. They have the third pick coming up. Yeah, so the Cardinals are in they guys, turmoil. They keep saying, Bedwell kept saying that he wanted to hire a GM first and stuff yeah. like that, but um, there's nobody really looking for GM. I think one or two other teams, yeah. but everybody seems to be looking for a coach, so do you think they're just going to... You well, get a GM first so you make sure can. that it's his coach. It's an assistant GM somewhere that you know was looking to move Adrian up. Wilson wouldn't be a bad choice. I don't know I don't how, think so I don't know how he interviews. The other but, guy I uh, can never remember his name. The the co-GM with him right yeah. now. He's good too. Yeah. He's got uh, a good track record. Let one of those guys kind of interview for that and you, you can stay in house for that one. Cuz they've seen what's gone wrong. Hopefully they go to the other way. But they'll screw this up. They're not getting anything good. If Sean Payton comes here, I'll be blown away. Yeah, me too. Blown away. Because that's really the guy you need to come and change like the culture. See, uh, he might not win, but you change the culture a little bit if he shows up. I'd like to see Kyler shout at Sean Payton on the sideline. See what happens. That ain't happening. That's what I'm saying. He wouldn't be here. Kyle, I, I guarantee you Sean Payton would come here and say, one one year with this guy and we're going to make it. They're drafting a quarterback. Mm. You think so? Well, that edge guy from Alabama falls to them, they'll take him. But otherwise, you start looking at quarterbacks. There's five of them that are first-rounders this mm-hmm. year, so... And you got Kyler's not playing next year. Nope. So uh, you put a little rookie underneath him there on a Everybody, rookie deal. Like, I think even you said Thanksgiving. I was here in December. Why would you bring him back for yeah. like three games? You wouldn't. Four games. And it'll cost you nothing to have a brand new rookie quarterback. Yep. Put a first round pick in there and see what he does. If he doesn't do well, Kyler's back next year and you give him some time. But And if the rookie does well, mess. you've got two pieces that are trade bait. A mess, I tell you. Imagine Kyler crying in his. Fits oh. if they draft a quarterback. Oh, oh my God! Instead of using it as motivation, it's yeah. like Brady saying that it's, uh, it's all the strenuous heavy lifting that has caused this hernia. <laughs> you got to see the forest through the trees, man. Uh, anyway, so the Cardinals are a disaster, and we'll see. But uh, watching football last night and seeing that college thing, that Georgia team's got another six or seven guys. They said five will go in the first round again. That was mm-hmm. just like last year. So, uh, but what a drag! I was looking forward to it too because the only two football games I enjoy in college are. Uh, you know, or two weeks or the championship weekend and then the actual game. So I like watching the final four and then the actual game. The other games for college football are a waste of time. They really are. You'll get some good games in there. You're the inevitable. Bowl games are just for proof. A for joke. Proof They're just an extra game. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, it could be more. The Jay Cutler Bowl is what it should all be called. Oh, don't care. Another one with a Gator Car Parts Bowl. I almost went to the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl because Washington State was in. But what, I just want to see SoFi. I just want to see SoFi. Yeah, so go to SoFi. It's yeah. there every day. I know. Why waste your money but on there's, you know, Washington State? You want something State? going on. <laughs> not really. Sure you do. You don't want that. Why not? The Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? Yeah, why not? Because you just don't. <laughs> you just know you'd be there. You'd be halfway into that going, what did we do this for? There's Rams games. Ugh. I know. Oh, please. The Washington State's more entertaining than an NFL game? Yeah. Wait until the I'm Seahawks play the Rams. I know. I missed, the, I missed that this yeah. year. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> this guy wants to know uh, if they played this week, could Georgia beat the Bears or Texans? Yeah. Yes, that's what everybody kept yeah, saying. Yes. Like, a professional football team would always beat a pro te- or college team, except maybe last night. <laughs> I think uh, Georgia. We we're hunting. We we're hunting. I just like when coaches come up with a thing. We said we was going to hunt. We went out hunting, and tonight we hunted. All right, you're learning present tense, past tense, how to use it in different ways. <laughs> Impressive, Kirby. Uh, let's get ourselves. A wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one, maybe for Brady's little hernia. Uh, you can push that out there. Guy and give says, it to us. John, there's no way he's coming back tomorrow. He'll be laid up for about three weeks. Any movement no. is excruciating. No, it isn't. You'd have to have muscles for that. <laughs> According to Brady, he does. He's he told fine. you that well, first thing. No, but they all popped out. They're just stuffing them <laughs> back in. He'll be fine. I've, I've read the same thing, and it's not good. 
should be back on Wednesday. All right. No golf for two weeks. All right. We'll see. Was he, was as long he as he can make it to the fridge. Yeah. Oh. I just, uh, yeah, he can stay out as long as he wants, but I, the doctors told him it'll be okay, according to him. Yeah, I just think you got to rise we'll up see. out of bed. You got to. There's a lot going on. Yeah. But his stomach muscles aren't exactly going to be. Wash that quaff of hair that he's got. They're fine. Put his hands up. <laughs> you got to get him shampoo that hair. <laughs> That's a good point. You don't realize it until you've had it. Like, uh oh, I'm in trouble. These muscles. But that's the thing. I don't know how much the muscles are working anyway. They're dormant. I think they're called dormancy. It's in a, yeah. They're, they're dormant. We, we talked about some kind of wall that that becomes after it's. He's fine. He's running. He's running. It's that been thing. that way since yeah. I've known him. <laughs> right. And that's what he says. So he's fine. I've heard that that's not a fun surgery. Cause the lines I'm looking, the surgery cut is long. Anyway, a wake up song for Brady today as he goes under the knife to remove that Krispy Kreme out from his belly button hole. It's creepy. Uh, give it to us good and strong. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.